Hello, this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, before we start the show, I wanted to pay my respects to an artist that I remember. I grew up in the 90s. The 90s were such an eclectic time musically. And I remember this artist. I'll never forget the first time I heard Fantastic Voyage, followed by Gangster's Paradise, Coolio. Coolio died today at the age of 59. And I told a friend, it's like the, the 90s are dying. These, these people from the 90s that we would listen to and, and made sense to us, their music. I mean, Fantastic Voyage, you know, that's a sample of a funk song from the 70s. And then uh, that video is so legendary. Remember where he doesn't have a car and he's got the bike and the bike turns into the car. I mean, I remember the video. It was all over MTV. And then Gangster's Paradise. Gangster's Paradise was so big, so massive from the movie uh, Dangerous Minds starring Michelle Pfeiffer. It was, uh, but then see, there's a controversy behind that because, and I'm fully aware of that because then it's that whole white savior film. Kind of like The Blind Side. So you may like those films, (coughs) but then it's like, those of us who watch the films are like, okay, why couldn't Michelle Pfeiffer's character be Latina? Or why couldn't she be black? Or why couldn't she be Asian? Why did she have to be Michelle Pfeiffer? But the song itself was iconic. Sampled from Stevie Wonder's Pastime Paradise. Gangster's Paradise became a massive hit was nominated for Record of the Year at the Grammys. It won Coolio, a Best Rap Solo Grammy. He beat out Tupac. He beat out Biggie. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Skilo, remember that? Uh, trying to think who else. He almost probably beat out himself. I mean, but yeah. And so I wanted to honor him. Because if you grew up in the 90s and you remember Gangster's Paradise, but for me, it's all about Fantastic Voyage. Because that's the summer, you know? You hear that video, that song, you see that video, and it takes you back. And it truly did. It's, it's, and he was an actor. He wasn't just a rapper. <sighs> so yeah, from all of us at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, those of us who lived through the 90s, We had the cassettes, we had the CDs. I think my brother had Fantastic Voyage. Everyone had Gangster's Paradise, single. So, from all of us at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, rest in peace, Coolio. Stay tuned, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, coming up. I'm kind of surprised to see you here. Your mom's been pretty firm about us not trying to contact you. Uh, John, I, I didn't know Dolores made any calls. She didn't call. When I saw the Bangor paper, it was faxed to my office. And uh, where's that? I came up from New York. Look, is she here or not? Yeah, she, she's right upstairs. Thank you. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> John, uh, um... Is she under arrest? Technically, no. You see, Detective Mackey came out last night, and we're just getting started. Started on what? We scheduled an inquest for Monday morning. Take the weekend, try and sort things out. 
She's not under arrest. Why are you keeping her in custody? Right. Okay. Vera Donovan is dead. There's an autopsy in Matthias this morning. Okay? And, you know, she died from a fall. Your mother was the only person with Mrs. Donovan at the time. Well, that was her job, wasn't it? I'm afraid, uh, Miss St. George, there's a little more to this than what you may have read in the paper. Lars? Lars, what are you doing? Straightening up this friggin' mess is what I'm doing. Lori, but this place is a dump. Jesus, Dolores, you're a suspect. You're not a maid. Now, just, just leave that be. Uh, th there's someone to see you here. I told you I don't want a lawyer. Dolores, uh, uh, it's your daughter. Selena? My God. Look at you. cut your hair. I didn't. You call her. That what you did? Jeezy Crow, you got some nerve. She's here in her own. Look at you. Selena. I'm just... My God. Is it really you? Well, this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, where we talk about films and music. This month was the, was it the 75th birthday, I believe, of Mr. Stephen King. That's one of his novels, Dolores Claiborne. It's a tough film to watch. Yeah, he celebrated his 75th on the 21st. Um, since we're almost done with September, I thought, you know what? Let's let's talk about Stephen King. Let's talk about that film. Um, first of all, I want to acknowledge that that was the second time Kathy Bates had played a character created by Stephen King. The first one, of course, was Annie Wilkes in Misery. She won an Academy Award for that performance. It was directed by Rob Reiner and also co-starring James Caan, who died recently this year. Dolores Claiborne was such an iconic film. In fact, that is one of Kathy Bates' favorites. The fact that it is <laughs> a Stephen King novel, so she um, 
She basically hit the lottery twice right there. Now that film, when I tell people about it, it, it's not an easy film for some to watch. And I can understand. I can totally understand. Okay. It deals with abuse, deals with child abuse, uh, spousal abuse, murder. Um, what happens when some people get really, really old? But it's one of those films. Okay. Directed by Taylor Hackford. Screenplay by Tony Gilroy. Come on. With Kathy Bates, Jennifer Jason Lee, David Strathairn, Judy Parfit, John C. Riley, and Christopher Plummer. Came out, jeez, uh, uh, 1995. You know, she wasn't even nominated for that. Isn't, isn't that fucked up? Then we, we know about the Academy. Into the LNC, yes. Dolores Claiborne was filmed in Londonburg, Mahone Bay, Chester, Stonehurst, and Digby, all in Nova Scotia, Canada. Yep. Though typically classified as a drama and a psychological thriller, some critics, such as Roger Ebert, may he rest in peace, have classified Dolores Claiborne as a horror film, while it has been identified as a gothic romance. Um. Yeah. It's a, it's an amazing performance that uh Kathy Bates gives. <sighs> yeah. The fact that I I love it that Kathy Bates got to play a Stephen King character twice in a film. Not many say that maybe Morgan Freeman if he does another Stephen King novel Dolores Claiborne I mean first of all she's got some of the best comebacks okay those kids when they're like kill anyone again Miss Claiborne not yet but I'm thinking about <laughs> oh shit I mean it's almost you can't help but laugh at some of the shit that comes out of Dolores's mouth you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh my God. This is Kathy Bates talking about it. Characters are you more, most drawn to playing? Well, I loved uh, Dolores Claiborne was my favorite because I really got to play a character, you know. Um, somebody that was very different from me and, and I had great people to make me look older and younger and a dialect coach and a movement coach and it was great fun and I got to work with Christopher Plummer and and uh, Taylor Hackford and, and wonderful actors on the show. So I'm, I'm very proud How of How great that was one. it Christopher Plummer just got an Oscar? I know. Wasn't that amazing? Yeah. Well deserved. Sometimes, Dolores, sometimes you have to be a high-riding bitch to survive. Sometimes being a bitch is all a woman has to hang on to. Now that is Vera Donovan, played by Judy Parfit. Parfit or Parfit. 
Now, she's a piece of work herself. I guess you want to know somebody's life. You look at the hands. That's what 22 years of Vera Donovan will do to you. I've been working since I was 13 years old. Started out at the Devereaux Hotel housekeeping. By the time I left there in high school, I was cleaning three floors all by myself. I took care of my father's house after my mother passed on. I'm married and I have a daughter. This is a big house, but I'm a big woman and I think I can do a good job. I do not pretend to be an easy woman to work for. Dolores. This house has a number of rules. I'm sure you've heard them secondhand, but I'll tell you in person so we can avoid a teary scene later on. I like all the windows open every day for at least two hours. Fresh she did have her ways, did she ever? And fresh flowers. I don't know where she got her ideas, but I do know she was a prisoner of them. The silver has to be checked and, of course, cleaned every week. It may look clean to you, but I like to see my face in it. The tubs had to be scrubbed out every day with vinegar and baking soda. Tablecloths, napkins, handkerchiefs, everything hand-washed, ironed, and starched. Mildew was grounds for firing. But the sheets now, that was one thing you didn't ever want to get raw. You could have cut off a high-flown, snobbish nose, and she still would have been able to smell a sheet that had hung outside from one baked in the dryer. Do that now. Talk to the missus. Her husband, Jack. He only came up once all summer. Most of which he spent ignoring her anyway. She could have just as easy had the clothesline beside the house. But not Vera Donovan. No, ma'am. She had to have the south wind blowing through her linens. And that meant tramping up and down that hill twice a day when it was fair. Isn't this glorious, Jack? Three square meals of bitchery all summer long. But I kept my head down and my mouth shut, because every week that $40 went in the bank. There wasn't a damn thing she could say about it. Thanks, Annette. Much as she crabbed that whole summer, I must have done something right. It's come Labor Day. Dolores, I'm sure your winter schedule is rather hectic, but I need someone to touch up the house once a week. Dusting. Keeping the mice company. I could do that for you. Twelve dollars a week was what I had in mind. That'd be fine. 
and I'll see you next Memorial Day. Whoa. See what I mean? And a great film also. It's about the voiceover. It's about the narration. And Kathy Bates, come on. There's nobody better. She's she's narrated documentaries. She did a really great one that one of my personal favorites about Amelia Earhart. So that performance also paralleled with Jennifer Jason Lee and the actress who plays the younger version of her daughter. Because there's a lot going on in Dolores Claiborne. I don't want to ruin it for you, okay? Um, Ellen Muff, Muff as the young Selena. Tafara Jessica Stella Murray as five-year-old Selena. And Jennifer Jason Lee as adult Selena. Now with Dolores Claiborne, Oh, geez. See, my allergies are coming into play, so you get a nice whiskey, sour uh, voice. <laughs> um, this film is about secrets. This film is about revealing those secrets, whether how dark and um, unsettling they are. But before we go into that, the comebacks. Oh my God. The comebacks. All right. Dolores Claiborne could fucking shovel it out with those comebacks. Oh my God. They were the best. Hey, Miss Claiborne. Can anyone else today? Uh, just yet. When I change my mind, I know exactly where I'm going to start. Hello, ladies. Little morning walk? Nope. Just packing up the speedboat so as I can make my big escape. Okay. Oh, hell, forget the missus. Anybody who's going to accuse me of killing my husband, go right ahead and call me Dolores. <laughs> God damn it. You're going to sit here and marinate in it? Come on. That bitch. That malicious, high-flown and bitch. When I get ready to settle your hash, I won't bother with poison. I'll just shove you out the window. I'll be one less smelly bitch in the world. I did not murder that bitch anymore, and I'm wearing a diamond tiara. You sit down right this minute, and you can just stow that vass of shit. I got all that money given right back to me in cash. Ah, oh, but the 500 you pissed away. So you can just go fuck yourself. That is, if you can get that limp old noodle yours to stand up. Now, you listen to me, Mr. Grand High Poobah of Upper Butt Crack. I'm just about half past give a shit with your fun and games. <laughs> you better save the big talk for your pals at the barber shop. I wonder if they're going to think you're such a stud when they find out the raisins you call balls. It's going to light. Friggin' little bastards. Friggin' yahoos. Think I give a fiddler's fuck what anybody else says about me? A regular bunch of artists. Come on, damn it! You're the last thing in twins! You stay your sorry one more time and I'll kick your butt up so high you'll look like a hunchback. You sorry, are you? But the last time you were sorry was when you needed to use the pay toilet and the string on your pet dime broke. Know who you are? Just a little air and the rest of you. Come on down here. You got something to say to me? Go on. All I ask is that you do it quick. Go on. Take what you want. Ain't doing any beauty pageants this week. You want to run me down? You go right ahead. You can be as mean and hurtful as you want. 
But this is the last time you will ever hit me. You do it again. One of us is going to the boneyard. You go ahead, Mr. Mackey. You scribble that down in your pad there. You make a note on that. As long as you write down that saying a thing and doing it are two separate things. But then your wife probably already told you that. Oh, shit. See what I mean? And that video is titled Dolores Claiborne's Best Comebacks. Everyone has come to the consensus that Kathy Bates was robbed for even a nomination for that, as was Judy uh, Parfif. Part was it part? How do you say her name? She was also Judy was also in um, Girl with the Pearl Earring. Oh, such a great actress. She's still with us. Judy Parfit. Judy Parfit. Such a such a great actress though. Um, just those moments with her and Dolores, and they understand one another. Yes, she works for her, but they understand one another. You know what I mean? <sighs> My God, this film. And yes, the husband. Oh, geez. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, here's some moments between her and her daughter. Beautiful too, Selena. Why ain't you anymore? When's the last time you washed your hair? It's drugs, ain't it? You've changed. You're 13 years old, you're smoking pot. I want to know where you're getting it from and how long it's been going on. Don't do drugs, Mother. Whatever trouble you're in won't change my love for you, so... Uh, Dolores, uh... Uh, Dolores, uh... It's your daughter. Selena? Self. What you think? How well I've done? Hell, even Miss Vera kissed my back cheeks. Donovan couldn't help but be impressed. The look on her face the day you wrote that first picture on the cover story, you would have thought she'd passed a brick. Maybe you ought to slow down. Believe me, I know my limit. Yeah. Don't that sound familiar? I'd leave it alone if I were you. I see my share of drunks is all. That's all I'm saying. What did he have to be happy about? I suppose making sure everyone else was as miserable as he was. Is that why you killed him? So we're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. Dolores Claiborne. Such a, such a powerful film. 
I can see why it's one of Kathy Bates' favorites. Um, there was also repressed memories in the film. And I'll leave it at that for you. Because I don't want to ruin it. This film, I mean, oh my God. Um, Dolores Claiborne was the second major Stephen King adaption to star Bates in a leading role after Misery five years earlier. The screenplay was adapted by Tony Gilroy and was shot in Nova Scotia in 1994. It was a sleeper hit, grossing close to $50 million worldwide on a $13 million budget and little promotion. The film was well received by critics, with the performances of Bates and Lee being especially praised. Kathy Bates stated in a retrospective interview that her performance as the tutor, Dolores Claiborne, was her favorite performance she had ever given. In 2013, Time named the film among the top 10 greatest Stephen King film adaptions. That's saying something right there um, about the film. And so to the book. The book was uh, published in 1992. It was highly successful. Stephen King. Uh, released in November of 1992. And so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Do I recommend Dolores Claiborne? Yes, I do. But this isn't about recommendations. This is about really talking about a film that a lot of people either stayed away from or was a sleeper hit. And the performances, I mean, you heard them. And that's what I try to do is to just weave this tapestry of these films that I'm talking about. It's available on Paramount, Hulu, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, Vudu, uh, Vudu or whatever, Amazon Prime, and HBO Max. I mean, uh, you know, with the late Christopher Plummer, who's such a great actor. Um, many, many that I've known absolutely loved Kathy Bates' performance, as they did as Judy Parfit, as Vera Donovan. Um, there are so many memorable moments in Dolores Claiborne. And when I finally got to watch it, I understood why that was Kathy Bates' favorite performance. You would think it would be Misery. Misery's on there, as is Fried Green Tomatoes. But Dolores Claiborne, there was something about her. With with Annie Wilkes and Misery, it's all about, you know, that whole routine that she has, kind of similar to, well, not similar to Vera Donovan, you know, and and how really it's about keeping Paul Sheldon hostage. But in Dolores Claiborne, she's hostage. She's in a bad marriage. The husband drinks. The husband has problems, dark, dark problems. And she has to work for a woman who herself is a prisoner in a bad marriage and a prisoner to, as she says in that monologue, her way of life. How she always wants the windows open for two hours a day and everything needs to be scrubbed and the silver has to look spotless so she can see herself in it. That is the essence of a great performance. So that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Um, 
Dolores Claiborne. Jeez. 27 years ago. Such a classic film. And as I said earlier in the show, rest in peace, Coolio. I, when it's someone that you watched and you listened to, and you watch that rise of success, and then you, and then you, and then you don't hear from them again. I mean, I think we all remember. You remember, you had Fantastic Voyage. You had um, Gangster's Paradise, which won him a Grammy. You had one, two, three. Four. It's all the way live. Um, so from 94 to 97, Coolio was on fire. So that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast and um, Unpleasant Dreams. Dreams. <laughs>